Job chapter 22. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, Can a man be profitable to God? Surely he who is wise is profitable to himself. Is there any pleasure to the Almighty that you are righteous? Or does it benefit him that you make your ways perfect? Is it for your piety that he repeats? Is it for your piety that he reproves you, that he enters with you into judgment? Isn't your wickedness great? Neither is there any end to your iniquities, for you have taken pledges from your brother for nothing, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You haven't given water to the weary to drink, and you haven't withheld bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man he had the earth, the honorable man, he lived in it. You have sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are, are around you. Sudden fear troubles you, or darkness so that you cannot see, and floods of water cover you. Isn't God in the heights of heaven? See the heights of the stars and how high they are? You say, what does God know? Can he judge through the thick darkness? Thick clouds are, are a covering to him, so that he doesn't see. He walks on the vault of the sky. Will you keep the old way which wicked men have trodden, who were snatched away before their time, whose foundation was poured out as a stream, who said to God, Depart from us, and, who, and what can the, the Almighty do for us? Yet he filled their houses with good things, and the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad. The innocent ridicule them, saying, Surely those who rose up against us are cut off. The fire has consumed their remnant. Acquaint yourselves with him now and be at peace. By it good will come to you. Please re receive instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you put away unrighteousness far from your tents, lay your treasure in the dust, the gold of a fir among the stones of the brooks, the Almighty will be your treasure and precious silver to you. And then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. And you will make your prayer to Him and He will hear you. You will pay your vows. And you will also decree a thing, and it will be established to you. Light will shine on your ways. When they cast down, you will say, Be lifted up. He will save the humble person. He will even deliver him who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. These are the comments for Job 22. And we're now into the third round of speeches by his friends. And Eliphaz, the Temanite, starts his third speech. And they get worse and worse. <laughs> but he asks this really interesting question at the start of his speech. He says, can a man, and of course he means a man or a woman, a person, can a person be profitable to God? Um, <laughs> now, so it brings us back to the whole thing of why did God make people? Now, some people, they argue and they say, God doesn't need people. He only made us for our benefit. And uh, 
So there's a truth in it because God is self-sufficient. Like we, if, if God left us alone, we would perish. We're, we're not self-sufficient. There's a saying, no man is an island, you know, and even the fact that we live in communities, it's because we need each other. We, we function and we live and we survive best with each other, but God doesn't need anybody. He's self-sufficient. Now, of course, we're mindful that God is also a community within himself. He's three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So there's love in the midst. So, but he's self-sufficient. That's the point. So can a man be profitable to, to God? Is there anything that you or I can do that can help God and be, make him be better? And the truth is that no. There's nothing we can do that's going to make God's life better. God is completely self-sufficient on his own and his life's already the best it can be. But on the other hand, God's a God of love. And um, so God created people so that because he wanted more people to love, he wanted to make us and he wanted to redeem us when we fell into sin. What he has done, he has done out of the desire of his heart for us and the desire for us to love him back. So even though God is completely self-sufficient, there's love. And love isn't a one-way thing. So there's a type of love that's a completely selfless one-way thing. But the, but the love that's in God is a two-way thing. It's a love of connection, of intimacy. And um, so to be kind of crude, just trying to think, but of a good way of saying this, but you imagine a married couple uh, who are being intimate, there's a love that goes both ways. But if only one person's wanting to give the love and the other person's just a kind of a participant but not reciprocating, something's missing. And um, God created us to love us and to be loved by us. So when you see the fullness of God's love, and we can't even see the fullness of his love, we have not even an inkling of the fullness of God's love, we say God is blessed by our love. <laughs> he can survive without it. He's complete in himself. He doesn't need it, but he wants it. And because he wants our love, it's profitable to him. He loves it. So... Eliphaz's question, can a man be profitable to God? The answer, obvious answer is no. There's nothing we can do that can help God. But yes, we can be profitable to God. And what God wants is our love. He doesn't need it, but he sure does want it. <laughs> so um, what? just think of that. Just think that you, a mere human being, or I, a mere mortal, we can give love to God and he wants to receive our love. It makes him happy. You can make the Lord happy. You can give joy to the Lord. What a wonderful thing that is. Father, I thank you for this one little thought right out of Job chapter 22. I pray that it would sink right into our hearts and that we would love the Lord with joy, enthusiasm, and grace. In Jesus' name, amen.